the dose makes the poison. Mm -hmm. If you have one gram of carbon a day, you're not overloading yourself. Yeah. If you have 300, like the typical American and Canadian do, you're overloading yourself. Mm -hmm. Your body is trying to keep you alive. And in order to keep you alive, it's going to get those carbohydrates out of your blood. And where will it put them? Yeah, yeah. It's going to put them away as fat. So to say that a calorie is a calorie, yeah. absolutely not. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. We make these videos to help everyone to understand how the keto diet works, how low carb works, basically how to be healthy while keeping your carbohydrates low. Mm -hmm. Patrick finds interesting articles and podcasts and information on the internet. We discuss it to make sure that you guys have the best information and you can kind of tell when stuff isn't good. Mm -hmm. So what do we have today? And actually today we, I think we have good stuff. We have good stuff. So Insider like released an article like not so long ago, 10 diet myths overturned in the past decade from fat makes you fat to supplements are harmless. So first myth that we actually discovered were not, was not true in the last decade. Eating fat makes you fat. Okay, obviously. So, <laughs> okay, that's a simple so one. But, but like, you know, maybe, maybe you can just explain well, okay, it, so like your view why? on that for the viewers. Okay, so why eating fat doesn't make you fat? Well, okay, so, oh, you know what? Back up. Right. Eating excessive amounts of fat will still make you fat. <laughs> that first myth is a myth because when you eat any of the macronutrients, and I'm calling sugar a macronutrients under duress. When you eat any of the macronutrients, your body has a reaction. Mm -hmm. So when you eat sugar, your body has the maximum insulin reaction. When you eat fat, it has the minimum insulin reaction and the protein reaction is right in the middle. So the reason that eating fat causing you fat is a myth is because that insulin reaction is what tells your body to start storing things away as fat. Mm -hmm. So actually, Eating sugar, sugar makes you fat. is the thing that causes the majority of us to be overweight. Like I said, if you overeat any of the macronutrients, you will gain weight. But if you eat sugar, it's much more likely to happen. And then what happens is when you eat sugar and your body starts storing, everything else you eat gets stored. So if you have too much sugar and then you still have your protein and your fat, it all gets put away. Mm -hmm. But yes, it's, um, yeah. so if it's you a have, you know, if you... If you yeah. were to have like just a tablespoon of sugar versus a tablespoon of butter, it's the tablespoon of sugar that's going to cause you to gain the most weight. Yeah. So words of advice slash warning, everything that's light, like light Caesar dressing, light, light, like avoid. Diet foods. Avoid. Yeah. Diet food because they're, <laughs> they tend to be higher in sugar and these are the ones that will actually make you fat. So basically what's ha what he's talking about so, is the fact that in our, in our sphere of fat, we took fat out of everything. And by taking the fat out, we added sugar to get flavor hmm. because it tasted poor without mm, fat. Yeah. And then of course now those diet yeah. foods actually help us to gain weight. Still the quality of fat is important yeah so don't start drinking your um, vegetable oil like so, like by the gallon okay so that's here's the, that's the other part of it like I, the, as i said you know the fat intake has the lowest insulin rise and protein right mm. if you make sure that your primary source of fat is the fat that comes along with your meat mm. you should be fine yeah. right so the, the fat that comes along with your protein source it doesn't have to necessarily be meat because our olives have protein as well mm -hmm. so it depends on what you're doing but i think the thing is just to keep it in mind you know yeah. nuts have fat as well so yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just a matter yeah. of making sure that you're getting your fat from whole, whole 
foods, yeah. not processed oils that are dangerous chemicals that will harm you. Totally. Another myth? Okay. Diets or detoxes are the best way to lose weight. So Diets like we used to detoxes yeah, so are you, the best we used to think way. that like for example juice cleanses uh, fat diets um, like the yo-yo thing I'm just gonna eat like uh, uh, grapefruit for a month like to okay. detox and, and stuff so, so okay, that, that, that used to be a thing like uh, in the in the past decade so here's the thing I what I will say about that is first of all cleanses of course uh, it's not a good way to lose weight a cleanse just even as the word is, a cleanse is supposed to be about cleaning out your mm -hmm. system, not about losing weight. So that's the first part of that story. Mm -hmm. But um, like diets as a way to lose weight, and when we use that word diet to mean specifically trying to lose weight in a short period of time, mm -hmm. that's horrible. Don't do that, mm -hmm. like ever. Um, what you should be doing is if you notice that the way that you're eating is causing weight gain, then you should be changing your diet, meaning lifestyle, mm -hmm for a forever thing that you can maintain yeah. forever, right? So if you're dieting and then not dieting, and di that's mm -hmm. yo-yo dieting and it's yeah. horrible. So, you know, okay. So research has, cons like, like you said, research has consistently found that extreme quick fix diet plans don't work and, are good and aren't good for your health long-term. Why I, I want to point like this out is that keto is not a quick fix. It's not a, a temporary diet. Like no. some articles can like, well, Lead people to, think to keto is a diet think, because yeah. it's called the keto diet, but but so is the standard American diet called the standard American diet, yeah. right? And you don't eat the standard American diet for a month. You eat it like most people eat it most of their life. Mm. So we need to understand that that word diet has two meanings. When you use it behind the name of a diet, it means really what they're trying to say is lifestyle, mm -hmm. right? Like, And I, I always encourage people to think about keto as a lifestyle, lifestyle. because that's what it is meant to become if you're going to be healthy long-term. Yeah. So your first, your primary goal with keto should be be healthy, then like I want to lose 10 pounds. But the thing is you don't even have to do the, and I want to lose 10 pounds because if you are healthy, your weight will regulate itself mm -hmm. because yeah. you're not going to have extra inflammation. So no extra S yeah. water. You're not going to be eating things that you don't need because honestly, our body, if we're not in a state of addiction, tends to get satisfied and then we don't overeat and it's like i know it's such a hard thing to imagine mm -hmm. because we're so used to overeating on the standard canadian standard american diet but it's weirdly interesting how mm -hmm. when you eat healthy you're not constantly eating okay. you would agree yeah <laughs> another one grazing or eating small meals frequently is the lts eating pattern so what are as those, we just as I just said, those do who, who, who promote like eating six, seven, like the breakfast, the morning snack, the lunch, the, the afternoon snack, the supper and the snacking before going to bed. So this is actually the worst well, thing that can, you can do. Well, OK, so as I said earlier, when you eat, your body has a reaction to those macronutrients of an insulin spike. It's so it's when you eat. So it doesn't even matter which one you eat. Even mm -hmm. if you were to say you're having fat at each of those moments, your body is still it's having still an insulin response, which yeah. means that there's still insulin floating around in your body and insulin has an effect. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that what are we trying to do, especially if you have weight to lose, you're trying to make sure that you have insulin responses the least number of times that you can, mm -hmm. because for most people who are overweight, your body is so sensitive to sugar that even if you have a small amount, your body has a huge reaction. 
So it really does become important to <clears throat> make sure that you eat the minimum, like the, the least number of times, times a day yeah. that you can. I don't admit, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Like if even you, if I if even if I agree with that statement, so like let's just say even if I agree with that statement, what makes us believe that breakfast has to happen in the morning? Yeah, I break my well, fast usually around <laughs> seven and eight o'clock at night. But like no, but breakfast as we like all. Again, that's that's no. us deciding that yeah, breakfast totally. means morning. There is nothing in breakfast that means morning. Mm -hmm. Breakfast just means the first time you've eaten for the day. Yeah, sure. So should you eat absolutely heat between seven and eight in the morning, or between six and eight in the morning? I just said so. I break my fast mm -hmm. at yeah, seven special? or eight at night. <laughs> I'm not special. I really am. I'm not. Yeah. And the more you move to like, uh, like to if it's if it's what you want to the intermittent fasting path, like the the easiest to skip is like that breakfast in the morning. So. Yeah. Well, the other part of the story that's kind of crazy is that most people for breakfast have what? cereal carbs and carbs stuff that's going to spike here like a bunch of carbs whether it's a bowl of cereal a bowl of fruit um like okay some people have bacon and eggs but then they'll have bread with it mm -hmm. it's like most people have some kind of carby something in the morning and then they're on that train of i need carbs i need carbs i need yeah. carbs all day long so but I already told that as a joke. Like, I think the breakfast is to, like, open your appetite for the lunch. And then it's open. You <laughs> like forgot the snack. Yeah. And the, breakfast, the snack, snack and lunch, like, snack, the more you dinner, eat, like, snack, the more you... bed, so, repeat. <laughs> so nobody will die, like, if they skip, like, their breakfast between six and eight. But I also um, do think that I... So here's the thing. I do believe that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Probably mm. did start off as important because there was knowledge that whatever you're eating, that first thing that you eat should be quality. Mm -hmm. The problem is we use it in a kind of perverted way where we say, you have to eat. No, it's about whatever that first thing is you eat should be quality. From my perspective, whatever that first thing you eat, you should try to make sure there's no carbs in it. Mm -hmm. That first meal yeah. should be a protein fat slash yeah. meal with the minimum amount of carbs in it so that you can go your have your day move forward without cravings mm -hmm. yeah um another myth a calorie is a calorie are we still here like eat less like eat less move more calories a calorie you need to come down to 1500 if you want to lose weight or something like that i find it so, really interesting and that's mm -hmm. always been a, an argument that they've said a calorie is a calorie but i can i really do think and this is where you know you have a lot of people that are are doing lifestyles that sound healthy but then when you talk to them about what they're eating what they're eating is pasta like macaroni and cheese mm. and um you know cookies and chips and yeah. like yeah there's there's no fat in there from an animal but there's still fat in there and there's still high carb and it's mostly processed stuff yeah. and so you have to ask yourself if i'm building a body do I want to build it with whole foods that's going to give me the best possible quality structures or do I want to use mm -hmm. processed foods? Yeah. And I feel like this is where so. we get confused because when we say a calorie is a calorie, yeah. it means that I can't eat cookies all the time. Yeah, 2,000 right? calories of cookies. I can eat, yeah, yeah, I can eat 2,000 calories of cookies. I can eat ice cream yeah. for supper, which I actually know somebody who was doing that, mm. that would not eat all day so they could just eat ice cream for supper. And when you looked at that person's fingernails, wow. Yeah. And it's just like... That's not healthy. No, that's not healthy. 
we need to like really just be careful with yeah. what we're doing take care of ourselves properly right so yeah, so, so no 2000 calories of carbs is not equivalent of 2000 calories of fat because the carbs is going to spike way 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 higher like your insulin is you're going to store more so even if it's 2000 calories you'll end up like way fatter with like your 2000 calories of carbs than your 2000 calories of fat absolutely and in the end you want to still like have a balanced like one of the things that we need to understand is that carbohydrates floating around the blood above five so five grams toxic Mm -hmm. right the the poison so the dose makes the poison like that's part of that idea right the dose makes the poison Mm -hmm. if you have one gram of carbon a day you're not overloading yourself if you have 300 like the typical american and canadian do you're overloading yourself so you know you have to be careful about what you're doing your body is trying to keep you alive and in order to keep you alive it's going to get those carbohydrates out of your blood and where will it put them yeah yeah. it's going to put them away as fat so to say that a calorie is a calorie absolutely not and 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 also want to add that two thousand calories of fruit not not healthy either no. <laughs> not healthy either like because fruit is yeah. sugar is sugar in this process with like through by your liver and so this is the other thing so. that actually just to put put that in perspective mm. well you need to consider that if I eat two hundred calories worth of chocolate bar or two hundred calories worth of fruit. Like besides the fiber that you're getting, mm. your body still has to process all that sugar, mm-hmm. right? And I'll even go more specific. If I eat 20 grams of carbs of chocolate bar and 20 grams of carbs of fruit to my body, it's the same. Yeah. It's struggling to put that sugar away, right? That's what we need to understand is when you take that fiber out of the story, mm-hmm. it's sugar versus sugar. Be careful. Yeah. And you're talking like chocolate, not the nice 90% chocolate. Like, but even know, if it's a 90% because, chocolate, like, if it's 20, yeah. but even if it's 90, oh, yeah, 20, 20, I said 20 five grams, gram, I said 20 yeah. grams of carbs of it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you hit that 20 grams of carbs of it, sure. your body is doing the same thing with both. That's true. Okay. Another, like, uh, what about BMI is an accurate marker of health? We still use BMI. Like people uh, use BMI, but the thing is, is that when you are outside the norm, it becomes really hard, right? Mm-hmm. Because your BMI, for example, if you are a very muscular woman, let's say you do body weightlifting and stuff like that, your BMI is gonna look wrong. Mm-hmm. And if you're a very like, I guess thin man would also have it be wrong. Mm-hmm. So like, it's it's really hard because they there's a gender piece of the puzzle. And, yeah. and you know, what about like, BMI, I'm not really sure, takes into consideration water retention and all these other things. The best thing to do yeah. is to that waist to height ratio. That's the thing that's going to really help yeah. you to understand if your health is where it needs to be. It should be half, right? It should be 50%, 50% or less, yeah. right? And and if you, yeah, so the BMI, it's, it's tough. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I know that that's something that they were saying for the longest while. Yeah. What about vegetarian food is always healthier? Well, vegetarian food, well, it depends on the fat source might be, might be good, might not be good, depending Mm -hmm. on on how it was made. So if it's, if it's, um, processed, uh, fats, Mm. no, then like processed fats is just ruining any food. 
but if it's even if it's with good with good fats the problem is that it's such a high amount of carb and the protein source is not necessarily going to have all the leucine that you need so you have to be really careful with leucine if you're doing a vegetarian lifestyle and even at that i would say that the conversion rates for all the omega-3s and all the like all the all the fats that you would normally get from animal sources you're going to have a really hard time getting them there's a lot of um other there's also some vitamins that you need to get from animal sources. so there's stuff that you need to get from animal yeah. sources that you're going to have a hard time getting from a vegetarian lifestyle so on that one i'd have to say no in that case maybe like the flexitarian that we talked about like uh, but that's not uh, vegetarian that's so. not vegetarian <laughs> uh, yeah but like you still have but like yeah so not the best uh, probably and and, and you, i think you've thought of, you've talked about that in the past there's a bunch of studies that like are are appearing that like uh, go against uh, vegetarian veg vegetarian yeah well oh, just because there's animal proteins and anim like we there are certain animal proteins that mm. we cannot produce ourselves that we need to mm. get from animals and there's certain animal fats that we cannot produce ourselves that we need to get from animals and we need to understand that our body is made of cells so those fats become super important if you're not eating them then your body will start using the other fats that you're eating that are not the same to build cells and now we're talking cancer situations now we're talking deformed cells now we're, you're actually producing problems in your body if you don't have the correct building materials everyone should take uh, vitamin supplements like vitamin, vitamin C, vitamin D, E, the multivitamins, like this is a big, uh, a big industry. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm laughing here because mm. I actually do believe that there's a vitamin that everybody should take, vitamin D. Oh, there's one, yeah. But the do one. I think we, so vitamin D what? we get from the sun. Mm. Like, for example, I live in Montreal and in Montreal. Yeah, during winter. Well, not even during winter, even in the summer. Right. We are not close enough to the equator to get oh, the amount of right. vitamin D that we oh. actually need. Mm -hmm. So even in the summer, although I'll be honest with you, in the summer I don't take it. But, you know, come the fall through till spring, I take mm -hmm. it because you need it. It's important. It's, and you know what? Vitamin D actually helps with mood. So if you're depressed and you're living in a climate where you don't get enough vitamin D, you might be surprised to find out that taking vitamin D could solve the problem. I've had a lot of people that do, um, uh, what do you call it, shift work that started taking vitamin D and their mood dramatically improved. And I've also had some clients of mine that were um, truck drivers. So they're doing long distance driving, which means they're driving, they're like driving overnight as well sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like, so they're not getting the daytime because they're sleeping during the day because that's when the truck is being filled up and then they're driving. So they were like in these yeah. off hours and guess what? Taking the vitamin D, mood came back. But so. Is it a must for everyone? Vitamin D3, by the way. Yeah. But is it a must for everyone? If you live near the equator, no. Yeah. But if you if you don't need to live near the equator, but so but all the other vitamins, it really depends on how you're eating. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you're eating nose to tail, or if you're eating, you know, a good uh, mix of meats and veg, there's a possibility that you wouldn't need to take uh, vitamins. The other issue with vitamins is that a lot of the time, the form of the vitamin isn't actually the form that we're able to use. And mm -hmm. so you're kind of paying for something that's not actually doing what it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. um, good examples of this is calcium. Sometimes we're not getting the right form and I don't remember which one is which, not a doctor. And But I do remember that D2 is not the right form of uh, vitamin D for people. We need D3. There's others examples of that that doctors have talked about, okay. about uh, vitamins and being careful. Because basically 
you're going to eliminate them if, if they're not good, used. If you have a good variety of food in your diet, so nuts, seeds, like vegetables, salads, meats, shouldn't be, uh, maybe except for the D, like shouldn't be an issue. You don't need yeah. vitamin it shouldn't, D. It shouldn't yeah. be, although, like I said, it's, mm. you, you really do need to have that varied right. food. Okay. Or, or no to tell. If you, you know, I personally, for medical reasons, can't eat nose to tail because some things have too much iron for me. Mm. So I do sometimes uh, supplement certain, like I said, I do the D3, I do um, cod liver oil, I do like, so I do little things just to make sure. Mm. But yeah. if you're Personal. eating nose, if you can eat nose to tail, you shouldn't have a problem. Okay. What about artificial, artificial sweeteners that are better for you than regular sugar? So they're not. <laughs> um, artificial sweeteners are poisons. I mean, like, let's call a spade a spade. They're chemicals that we've created that didn't exist in nature. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, our body doesn't know what to do with them. They're poisons. We shouldn't be eating them. Yeah. Like, that's just period. Um, now, there are sugar alcohols, which do exist in nature. Those ones are not as bad, but still not advisable. Mm. Um, and they still can spike insulin. Yes. Right. So I, be careful with that. Yeah. If you want to have so. anything to sweeten, although I, again, we go back to if you're doing keto and you're, you know, like really mm -hmm. at it, you're probably not going to need to sweeten things anymore. Yeah. But in that transition period, if you do need to sweeten, because I do understand some people need a transition period, stevia yeah. is the way to go. Now, the, the cool thing about stevia is that you won't use a lot because if you use too much, it becomes bitter. So it's going to be just enough to make it sweet enough to eat or drink whatever you're eating or drinking, yeah. but not enough for you to be still chasing sugar, which yeah. is an actually a nice, um, a nice reason to, yeah. to use it. But in the, in the end, like if you're serious about your journey, you're, you're not going to like seek that sugary taste. Like, I know, uh, I'm just saying because, like, I remember when I started keto, I've, bun I, I've bought all those uh, yeah. uh, coconut flour and almond flour and, and, and stevia and sweeteners, and they're still all in my cupboard because, yeah. just like you said in a, in a past video, I, I'm, I, I've, I think I've become too lazy to bake, to bake them and to make uh, cakes, and, like, since I'm, I'm not into that anymore, so I'd rather have my like full-fat yogurt. I do feel like for some people it might be a transition. Mm. Uh, um, way of yeah. getting from one spark to the next. But the reason that I like stevia is because you really do have to use less of it yeah. to get a little bit of sweet. But like if you go try to get too much sweet, it becomes bitter. So it really like, it kind of teaches you to like, just be moderate mm -hmm. in what you're doing is gonna, is gonna give that little bit of sweetness. It's gonna help you to transition. And eventually you'll notice you don't need to put it anymore. Mm -hmm. So like, that's my reasoning behind it. Um, but yeah, I think I do agree with you that at some point, most people who are adhering to, you know, trying to eat whole foods, stop chasing those things because mm -hmm. you just get tired of either baking all the mm -hmm. time. And, you know, this is where like these keto stores that are popping up around, like there's one near us um, where you can go and buy like treats and whatever. For some people can be a godsend and for mm -hmm. other pe people can be the devil, yeah. right? Because if you don't have to bake anymore and you're willing to pay the prices of those things, all yeah. of a sudden you've got access, right? Mm -hmm. Now, again, everyone has to choose what they're going to do. I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to say it's good. It's there. It's mm -hmm. available. I want people to think about it as a transition. I want people to think about it as a treat, mm -hmm. right? The same way that, you know, we look at fruit as a treat, yeah. like, you know, so 
Same way that we'd look at alcohol as a treat, right? Mm -hmm. Like it shouldn't be a daily occurrence. It shouldn't be something that you have to have. Next one, more protein is always better. Well, no, your protein is a pivot. Yeah. The way that you calculate how much protein you need is by the amount of body, like muscle that you have, right? Is you're trying to support your muscles. and I can't remember what the number is. I think it's between 0.8 and 1.2 or something uh, like that. Yeah, that the calculation. 5 to point f- yeah, 0.5 to 0.7 grams per pound of body weight. Okay, so... For, seven, for sedentary people, a little bit more for, for yeah. athletes. Yeah. So, I mean, I've heard the number, like, yeah. up to 1.2. So, like, but whatever it is, it's like, there's a number. Now, the truth is, when you were eating the standard American, standard Canadian diet, mm. as long as you weren't overeating your protein, you should turn around and be eating the same amount. Yeah. And guess what? If you were overeating your protein, when you do keto, you're going to figure that out because eventually you won't be able to finish it. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's a certain amount of food that your body's going to want. And when you're satiated, so not full, but when you're satiated, if you allow yourself to stop eating at that point, you'll notice, hey, that's, that's how much meat I eat now. Yeah. And then you'll start making that much, right? So I, ho- I hope so, to not be wasteful. Mm-hmm. You'll start making that much. So we, you know, this whole idea of eating 12 ounce steaks and 20 ounce steaks and all yeah. this stuff. And it's like, honestly, like I've, I've said it a bunch of times, me, I'm about seven ounces of meat mm-hmm. around. When, before doing keto, it was like a chicken leg, like the, the, the thigh and the drumstick. And I still, that's what I eat when I do have, yeah. it hasn't changed, right? If I'm eating ground beef, it's about seven ounces. If I'm eating a, a sausage, it's about seven ounces. Like it is what it is. So those were the myths. So yeah, 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 I mean, debunked in the last decade. So okay, so I mean, I don't think there was anything there that was surprising. No, no. Interestingly enough, so nice article to end on. It's interesting that like at least we're getting awareness that that these are like actually were messages that we used to hear all the time that that are not true, and actually now we know they're not true. So I don't know if we used to hear them all the time, like going far, far back. I think we've heard them in our lifetime. I don't think our parents heard this stuff. No, 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 in our lifetime. Yeah, I I think with the standard American diet like yeah. trend of the of the, maybe the 70s and yeah. above. Which is kind of interesting yeah. again, like it's nice to see these things be changed and that we're actually mm. able to to eat a healthier lifestyle and take care of ourselves better, yeah. right? Make sure that we're fueling ourselves efficiently and carefully and mm-hmm. you know. With good food. With good food, with whole foods, yeah. whole foods. It's like, I can't stress that enough that we need <laughs> to eat whole foods. Yeah. Um, so that's great. I wanna thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. Patch Hat Edition. Uh, if you want to contribute to the production of videos, Amazon links, Patreon links in the in the uh, description below. Love making these videos for you guys. Happy when my wellness warriors are back. Mm-hmm. And if you're new, please subscribe. Talk to you next week. See you next week.